Welcome to Pocket Fiction by Steve Cook. Noctis Point, Chapter 15. Alex put his hands on his knees, breathing heavily. He was faring better than many he knew on their morning runs. The physical trainer was a Londoner like him, by the name of Jameson, and the pace he set was punishing. There was a weird balance being struck in the early morning exercise regime. Kingley was good at the running, at the squats and the thrusts and the star jumps, and his psych was pretty good too. Natasha's psych was good, but Luna's weird gravity hadn't prepared her at all for this kind of punishment. The same patterns were repeated around the group. Psych power manifested whatever shape your body was in, it seemed. Or not, Alex thought sourly. At least this is something I can do on a level with everyone else. Right then, lads and ladies, Mr Jameson said. Every week, starting today, we'll be starting to learn some basic hand-to-hand combat. And we'll be playing Locus. A hand went up, Williams. Excuse me, sir, he said, pale and panting, sweat pouring from him. If we're learning to be psychs, why are we doing this? Jameson nodded and began to tick points off in his fingers. First, a healthy mind comes from a healthy body. You want your brain to be performing at its peak. Second, let's say you're in combat or in the PO. That's a better example, actually. You're chasing a crim, some fast little bugger, and he's quicker than you. Doesn't stop still long enough for you to get a good grip on him with your psych. So you need to actually move yourself. Third, if you're lucky enough to live to a ripe old age like me, you'll want to conserve your psych for things that really matter, like getting the toilet paper out of the cupboard when you've run out. A ripple of laughter went around them. The group was made up of the six new recruits and about a dozen others, mostly people that were obviously out of shape. There were other groups, other times to exercise, but like everything else, Alex knew he would have to prove he could hack it. And if he couldn't do the psych part, he was going to make damn sure he could do this. Jameson pointed at Raz. You boy, Raz, isn't it? Get yourself over here. I need a body. Raz stalked out of the group and stood in front of the teacher. The two of them were almost identical in height. Grab my collar, Raz, Jameson said. Raz squared off against the man and snatched at the collar of his grey coverall. Quick as a flash, Jameson's hand came up and he span away, free of Raz's grip. Again. Slower this time, Jameson demonstrated. His fists and elbows came together, threading up in between Raz's hands, then bursting outwards to break his grip. Jameson looked around the group. Choose a partner and have a go. Alex paired up with Kingley, and they took turns to practice. After no more than a minute, Jameson was calling for their attention. Not much good on its own, he said, crooking a finger at Raz. We want to tack something onto this to make it effective. We want to tack something onto this to make it effective. Why is he picking on Raz? Kingley hissed. No idea, Alex said, but he's hating it. Raz's affected boredom was quickly turning into irritation as Jameson used him to demonstrate some simple blows, a knee to the head, punches to the chest and stomach. With each lurching technique, Jameson effortlessly bent him double or turned him exactly where he wanted, and Alex began to wonder if he was augmenting his moves with psych. Then there's takedowns, Jameson said. Now, I don't want you hurting each other. You're here to learn, so take it easy. He bent down and indicated a point on Raz's leg, just above the heel. Here's where you kick for a sweet. 
You come in like this, he said, bringing his foot in parallel to the ground, and then you take them down, like this. He connected with Raz's leg, moving it inexorably out of the way, but the boy didn't go down. He's using psych to levitate, Natasha murmured, moving to stand next to Alex. Just a little bit. He's powerful. Jameson grinned. Of course, if they resist, you have my permission to put them down just to teach him a lesson. He turned his body, twisting his hips to bring Raz down and sideways at an unpredictable angle. The boy slammed into the grass, rolling a couple of times before coming to a rest. Before he could stop himself, Alex's laughter bubbled out of his chest at the sight of the blonde boy coughing in the dirt. A few others joined in and Jameson dusted his hands off. Get to it, chaps, he said, and went over to Raz. Alex watched as Raz shook off Jameson's helping hand and walked back to his partner, totally ignoring whatever the man was saying. You first, Kingley said, offering his collar to Alex. Feeling better than he had done since he got to the base, Alex grabbed Kingley. They sparred for a few minutes before Jameson moved them onto the locust pitch. Right, quick primer. I'm sure you've seen this being played, or you've seen a bit about it. If you haven't, get on the net. There's a shed load of videos there. He pointed up at the platforms. They were quite tall, about 10 feet, and each had a ladder affixed to its side. Every second your team owns a platform, you get a point, except for the middle one. That's worth five. Anything goes, psych or physical. You get thrown off, you're out. Games are three minutes long, or until one team wins by getting rid of the other team, or until all platforms are owned by one team. Now these poles are available for all to use, but we're going to be training down here on the ground. There's several sets of stones all around the quad that are for practicing locus with a bit less risk. Jameson pointed to a bulge near the top of the pole. Four of the poles have these. Two are pressure gauges, they're called P-plates. A few giggles went around the group and Jameson smirked. And here I thought we were all adults. Exerting enough pressure on the top and your team takes possession of the platform. The pressure needs to be constant or you lose it. Elsie keeps track of who's controlling it like she does all of them. They moved on to the next pole. Two of them look like this. This one's got a hollow chamber that you can't see from on top and in there is a little metal wire. You heat the wire and you get the platform. The wire has to stay heated too. Those are called fire plates. The other platforms, touch plates, work by whoever touched them last owns them. Everyone got that? Alex nodded, though he saw more than a few bewildered looks, Kingley and Natasha among them. Here's what you're going to do. Teams of three, two teams to a practice area. Start to think about some tactics and I'll come round to check on you. Think about using what you've learned here and applying it together with what you're learning in your psych lessons. And no dangerous psyching, please, he added, raising his voice. You've not been taught to shield yet. Alex looked at Natasha and Kingley, who nodded, and the three of them walked towards the nearest ring of stones. They were almost hidden by the grass, which grew slightly longer. Three other teens came over and introduced themselves as Charlie, Yonder and Beth. They took up a position at each end of the ring of stones, both teens huddling to talk about what they could do. Okay, so, ideas, Kingley said. Alex nodded. I've seen this on TV. I can't psych, and you two can, so I'll be the mobile one. Can you make a flame yet? Kingley shook his head. Sort of, Natasha said. Little one. Okay, so what you'd do is jump from one platform to the next, taking possession of them. Then you'd stand on the P plates and heat the fire plates. And I'd be moving, trying to take the touch plates and disrupt the psychs on the other side. Hey man, 
You're the expert on this team, Kingley said, and Alex looked at him, stunned for a moment. Him? It was weird to be an expert at anything in this place. The other team had spread themselves onto three stones. Some clever mechanic made the stones light up. The grey rock was actually just a very thin covering of some translucent material. As Alex stepped onto a large stone marked with an engraved T, a blue light sprang into being within it. Okay, Charlie said. You ready? Alex nodded. Three, two, one, go! It was chaos. But, Alex realised later, also the most fun he'd had so far. Almost immediately their plan fell apart as Charlie leaped forward doing exactly what Alex was trying to. The two of them collided in midair and tumbled off the central stone, onto the grass. Scrambling to his feet, Alex tried to get back onto a stone, only to find that it didn't light up. That's it, Charlie said. You're knocked off. You're out. They could only watch as the other players realised they couldn't just stand still and began to advance on each other. It was comically slow, as they all still had to stop to use their psych. Finally, Kingley worked his way into range of Beth and simply shoved her off the stone. Natasha jumped over to stand by Kingley and thrust her hands out towards Yonder. At exactly the same moment, Yonder threw her own hands out in a wide arc. All three of them were shoved off the stones by lines of TK. As everyone clambered to their feet, Alex grinned, his mind already swirling with tactics. He looked at Charlie. Ready for another? With a matching grin, Charlie turned to collect his teammates. You've been listening to chapter 15 of my novel, Noctis Point. Come and check out my website, stevecookfiction.com, where you'll find more episodes and blogging about writing 